My name is Kenny Mukwena. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am so grateful that every week you take time to listen to this broadcast and I know that you are growing. I feel like, you know, um, I'm touching the heart of people through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I'm so grateful that, you know, God find it worthy to use me for the preaching of this mystery. You know, the, the, the message that we started last week, the God of supply, is a very important message for these last days. Because, you know, in these last days, God is looking for people that he can trust with so much money. But it's not money just to spend on ourselves. It's money with a mission. In these last days, God is in the business of winning souls. And as a matter of fact, if you, if you read the Bible in context, you will see that every prophecy that has been prophesied concerning the second coming of Jesus Christ has already been fulfilled. Jesus is already standing at the door and is coming back any moment from now. But I believe that God is withholding his son so that many people may get saved. We still have family members who still need to get born again. We have friends and colleagues who still need to be born again. We have people in our neighborhood and in our communities who still need to be, to be saved. So the time is very short yet. There's still so many people that need to come in. Some have heard the gospel before. Some have not heard the gospel before. That is why it's important for us to preach the good news about Jesus Christ because it is the goodness of the Lord that brings repentance. You know, there's a scripture where um, in Isaiah 62 verse 2 which says gentiles shall see your righteousness and kings shall see your glory i believe that you know when when the bible says gentiles shall see your righteousness and kings your glory ask yourself what what does the scripture means when it says gentiles shall see your righteousness now jesus said let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven gentiles must see our good works now in these last days god is putting a lot of money in the hands of people and he wants the money to be used for soul winning because remember remember my brother and my sister the gospel of jesus christ it's about winning the lost it's for the least the last and the lost it's for those down there who needs a savior, those down there who needs help. So when God puts money into our hands, he puts money into our hands for their sake, not just for us to spend on ourselves. God provides for us. It is God who provides for us. And it does not have to be even money. God can meet our needs. Uh, um, if, if people spend money, for instance, to buy houses, to buy cars, God has a way to bring a house to you or to bring a car to you. That's why the Bible says we, 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 we will occupy houses we did not build. We will drink water in wells we did not dig. You know, we are benefiting in somebody's harvest where we did not plant and so on. So God is able to meet all our needs. That's what Philippians 4, 19 tells us. And my God shall supply all our needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Money is not our God, but you can make use money well for the advancement of the kingdom of god and this in these last days god wants people who understand the mission for money in these last days people who will say i am not satisfied just getting my needs met i want to meet somebody else's needs and you know when gentiles see your righteousness they would want to know why are you doing what you do why are you so different and you know this scripture Isaiah 62 verse 2, it has two segments. Gentiles seeing your righteousness and kings your glory. When you talk about glory in this context, we're not just talking about you shining. 
because there is that shining like oh i've got the glory of god you know where you shining when i when i go to an interview they're gonna see the glory of god that is the shining that is not what he's talking about here when it says kings shall see your glory how i mean many of us have never even been have been before kings but let me tell you something when good god puts substance on you the substance on you will open doors for you to appear before kings and when you appear before kings the kings will see will see your glory so kings see your glory but people out there the gentiles those who do not know god they see your righteousness how do they see your righteousness you know unbelievers are not moved by the fact that you are a christian you have money that that does not move them having money does not move an unbeliever because there's a lot of unbelievers who have money as a matter of fact i think there's more unbelievers with money than with believers and i'm saying this with all the humility um, that i can ever master and i'm saying this because we need to understand what is happening on earth right now the devil is still controlling money it is still controlling money remember when he took jesus after jesus christ was was baptized bible says jesus christ was led after he was baptized into the wilderness to be tested of the devil but I thank God that after I was tested by the, by, by the devil, because all of us, we need that place. We need that place of solitude. We need that place of separation. Like David separated himself and had an experience with God coming out of separation when he was tending his father's flock. So Jesus was separated, was led of the, of the spirit into the wilderness to be tested of the devil. And then the Bible says, when he returned after he was tested, he moved in the power of the spirit. Oh, hallelujah. I love it right there. You know, when you when you separate yourself and you spend time with the Lord in fellowship with him, fellowship with his word, fellowship with the Holy Spirit, when you return out of the closet, you return in the power of the Holy Spirit and there's no demon in hell that can touch you. So while Jesus was in the wilderness being tested, we see, I think it's, the, it's, it's in the book of Luke, uh, uh, um, when you read it in the, new, in the New King James Version, the Bible says Satan took Jesus into a high mountain and he showed him all the kingdoms of the, of the world. And he said, all this authority has been given to me and I give it to whoever I wish. Now, the, 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 there is a certain, a, set, a certain control that Satan still have over money. And he gives it to whoever he wishes. There are people who are saving the cause of the enemy. Satan puts a lot of money in their hands. And there are people who separate themselves to be used by God. And God puts money into their hand and give it a mission for soul winning. The only, the only thing, the only thing, the only thing. The only reason why God is putting money in your hand in this last day, or why God will put a lot of money in your hand, it's not, it's not so that you can buy an airplane or buy a big car. If you want to buy an airplane, what do you want to do with it? Do you want to just travel the world and enjoy? Or you want to travel the nations that need Jesus and go there with supply? You can't go to an African nation where people are suffering and you just go there and with a Bible. No, you go there if God has put money into your hands. When you go there and you are bringing relief, I, I promise you they are going to give heed to what you say. Because you are coming and say, I'm bringing Jesus. This is the stuff, the load that I'm bringing from Jesus. This is the one, this is, is he who sent me to you. The minute you do that, they are going to see your righteousness because people don't give things for free now. They give and expect to receive back. But the Bible says the righteous lands and expect nothing back. This is the true gospel of the kingdom of God. That, you know, every, every time you go before God and say, Lord, bless me with a lot of money. 
Now, let's look at this properly. Why are you saying God must bless you with a lot of money? Ask yourself this. Why do you want God to bless you with a lot of money? So that I can buy a car, buy a house, buy clothes and buy this and that. What happened if God recalls your soul tomorrow? If anything happened tomorrow, you are out of here. What happened to the things that you have, you have, you have, you have hoarded, that you have accumulated? They remain behind. You, we take nothing with us. You know, there is a story in the, in the Bible when you talk about uh, where, where, where Jesus talked about the parable of the rich fool. This rich fool, um, the Bible says he, he, he had a lot of money. Um, it was actually after two brothers were disputing against each other and one of them came to Jesus and said, Lord, uh, tell my brother to divide the estate with me. And Jesus said, man, who made me an arbitrator between the two of you? And then he gave the parable. He said in the parable that there's a, a man who was rich. One day he said to himself, I'm going to uh, um, uh, break down my bands and build great and I'll store my goods and I'll drink, eat and be merry. And then God said to him, fool, if I call for your soul today, Whose will those things be which you have, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, accumulated? If I call for you today, what will happen to the things that you have accumulated? And then he said this, so is he who has treasure for himself, but is not rich towards God. So we need to be rich towards God in these last days we need to understand that the money that god puts into our hand it's money with a mission it's money for soul winning you know i i, I always tell members of, of 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 our church that in these last days you cannot as a sojourner and a pilgrim on this earth you need to understand the meaning of a, pre, a pilgrim a pilgrim is someone who is on a spiritual mission the bible calls us pilgrims that's what the apostle paul says he says we are sojourners and pilgrims we are travelers sojourner means a traveler and a pilgrim means a, a person who is on a spiritual mission that's what we are here on this earth for we're not here to build tents we're not here to build legacies we're not here to build you know a, a, a name for ourselves no when jesus christ died on the cross he gave us a name for ourselves we are here to invest in eternity we are here to lay hold on eternal life we are here to make a difference we are here to transform lives with the gospel of jesus christ and i always say to members of our church Jesus Christ is coming back and is coming very, very shortly. He's coming back very, very shortly. Why do you invest so heavily on the affairs of this life and invest nothing in the life that is to come? If you are listening to me today, I want to tell you, Jesus is coming back. He's already at the door. He's coming back now. Begin to understand the signs of the times. Begin to learn to number your days look up because your salvation is drawing near jesus christ is coming back for the redemption of our bodies and when we cross over to the other side there is a reward the bible says he's coming and his reward is with him we are going to be rewarded for the work that we have done on this earth for the things that we have done on this earth as a matter of fact logic should say if you know you are passing if you know you are passing and how you spend your money today, it's important on the life that is to come. We will not give God 10%. We'll give God 90% and live on 10%. That makes sense to me. That's logic. I mean, why invest the 90% on this life when you know that shortly you are passing? 
Why not turn it around? Invest 10% on this life. I know someone is saying, no, if I invest, uh, 10% is not enough to meet, my, to meet my needs. I have to pay this and that. Let me tell you, you need to believe God because God's grace is sufficient for you. You need to believe God to take you out of a hole. But it has to be by revelation. It cannot be just a decision because you are hearing a pastor uh, uh, speaking on radio pulpit. Now all of a sudden, you're going to, you're going to uh, from next month, you're going to leave on 10% and give 90%. They are going to take your car. They are going to take your house. They are going to kick your children out of school. It is not an act. But it is what you do in the presence of God that will give you faith to propel you to act. You know, when you have faith, you can do anything. When you have faith, God can make a call, a demand on you right now to give everything that you have. When you have faith, you can do it and never lose, not even one thing. But when you do not have faith and just do it as an act, I'm telling you, don't act in the, in, in the flesh without revelation, without faith. Don't do goofy things. I mean... Even if you attend a conference somewhere and all of a sudden there is a moving message that is made and there is a call that is made that God is calling five people to give everything that I have because they just shared on a testimony that I gave everything and, and after two days God did one, two, three. Let me tell you the difference. God may have done it for them maybe because they have a deeper experience with God. They've got a deeper revelation of the word of God. They were in a place of separation, things you have never done. People who testify don't just listen to their testimony in terms of what they have done in the act of maybe giving. No, you must find out whether there was a revelation, whether there is a place of solitude, whether there was a connection with God in a, in, in, a, in a place of separation where it was just them with God, where they grew in the knowledge of God. I always say if God would speak to you to give everything that you have and you know you hear the voice of God very clearly, what you need to do first is to develop your faith in that area to develop your faith but i know that if god tells you to do it he will tell you because he knows that you have the faith to do it and i and you need to hear me i'm not saying if i as a pastor tell you to do that i'm saying if god tells you to do that god will only tell you to do that when he knows that you have traveled a level where you have got the capacity to be able to do that but i as a pastor i don't know your spiritual depth I can't tell you. I am not empowered. I am not qualified to tell you to give everything that you have simply because I gave everything that I have at some point and God came through for me. If, you, if it's just an act, you will always fall short. So what we're talking about is that in these last days, we have authority in the spirit to command money to come and money is going to come but when it comes it's money with a mission it's money that must be used for soul winning i mean there are many people as we speak now who are in hospitals um you know they don't know god they are sitting there they are hopeless god is looking for people who will go to those hospitals and when they go to those hospitals they don't go empty-handed i mean there are people who who are in our hospitals, who come from Zambia, who come from Zim, who come from Uganda, who come from Kenya, who come from anywhere, who come to South Africa to, to get medical attention. And they were, their loved ones are left in their nations. And they came just with a small package because they are coming here, they need help. I mean, we are here representing the kingdom of God. If we go there and meet the needs of those people, if they need toiletries, they need face cloths, whatever they need, we go there and provide that. And then preach Jesus to them. Tell them that Jesus Christ loves them. He's the one who sent, it, who sent us to them. Can you imagine if I go to a, a person who's coming from, from another nation, we was just believing God at that particular moment for a toothbrush, and I go there empty-handed, and I present Christ, and then I leave, and I say, be filled. James says, if you, just, you, if you do that and just preach in word, but there is no substance in terms of 
the things that we do because we are the righteousness of God. Gentiles will never see our righteousness. They will only see our righteousness when we present Christ to them exactly as he was. He went about doing good, healing all, healing all those who were oppressed of the devil. He went about doing good. Underline that word good. You know, when you read the Bible in the book of John, the very last verse of the book of John, it says, you know, if the things that Jesus Christ did were written in books, not even the whole world will be able to contain the books. Jesus was in the business of doing good. And us as his ambassadors on earth, as his representatives, we must be in the business of doing good. And one of the things that we need to realize in these last days is that God is looking for people to put a lot of money in their hands. Lots of money for soul winning. I want you to position yourself and say, Lord, if you're looking for people to use in these last days, you want people who will not be selfish, will not look at themselves, will not do things with a selfish motive, will not do things because of what you can do for them, but those that you want to use as distribution centers, as rivers and as pipes, those that you want to bestow a blessing so that they can be a blessing. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, use me. And say it like you mean it. And then you go to the Bible and look for all the scriptures that, sh that shows you that God is the God of supply. You meditate those scriptures. You meditate them. You meditate them. You meditate those scriptures. You think on them. You chew on them. You digest them until those scriptures become a reality in your life. You confess them that God supplies all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God, God, God is working in my life. I prosper. I continue to prosper. I become mightily prosperous. All these scriptures that tells you about God as a good God, God as a God of supply. And you will begin to see God move in your life like never before. And also, you know, in these last days, we need to develop in the love of God. Because for God so loved the world that he gave, it's not just about going to meet people and then, and then give to them. It's about loving them. It is the love of God that must draw us to people to do good works. You know, when the Bible says, and Gentiles shall see your righteousness, they will see your heart and your heart will be expressed in what you do with the money that God puts into your hand. And when you minister to people from that perspective, I'm telling you, I'm telling you now, Gentiles will see your righteousness and they will see your God. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. So people will glorify God because of you when they see your good works, when they see the things that you do for him. God has placed us in this earth to be the salt of the earth. That is why we must never lose our flavor. One of the, in, of the things that salt does is to make people tasty. Wherever we go, we must make people to become thirsty for Jesus in these last days. We must, we must carry such excellence, such integrity, such honor, such power, such you know, grace from the Lord that Gentiles can be able to see it. And all of it, all of it is expressed in love. And love does not seek itself. Love does, is not puffed up. Love is not selfish. Love gives. And in these last days, I want, I want to encourage you to say, open your heart to God and allow him to use you. See him as the God of supply. That is why we are preaching this message, the God of supply, so that you can see the heart of God. And that's what you must do. As a matter of fact, you will never be able to show God people the heart of God if you have not seen the heart of God yourself. You need to see God as a good God. You need to see God as a God of supply. And every time he brings you supply, you must have the confidence to pass it on because you know that the supply is coming. The supply is coming. I mean, the old gospel was supply and supply. 
you give and then it shall be given back to you. No, you give because you have received. This is the message of the kingdom of God in these last days. We are out of time. Again, thank you so much for tuning into this broadcast today. If you happen to be in the Pretoria area, join us at 1025 Park Street in Hetfield every Wednesday at half past six and every Sunday at 10 o'clock. And also connect with me on TBN. My broadcast is at half past five in the evening every Friday. And I know that God is going to touch your life in a mighty, mighty way. Also connect with me on Instagram and on Facebook. My handle on Instagram is Kenny T. Mukwena and on Facebook is Kenny Mukwena. And thank you so much today for joining us. Until we meet again, God bless you.